Hello, this is Nathaniel Johnson welcoming you to the Ambassador's Pulpit podcast, where this week I'll be featuring a Bible study that we gave on June 23rd, just a few days ago. And River Valley has a, as its mission a, a phrase that goes something like, building disciples through relationships. In every every small group, we do bring a little teaching, but we really emphasize relationships and the fellowship that draws us closer together and believing that God brings the right people to our group and we all really become spiritual family with each other. So let's go on into this Bible study. It's a little more than a half hour and um, I'm pleased that you're able to uh, to catch up with us in this way. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for, for helping us and, and teaching us. And I ask you to speak through us tonight. And I pray that spiritual feeding would occur and that we'd be strengthened and, and edified. In Jesus' name, amen. Genesis chapter 1. And uh, I'm going to read about the third day of creation right here. It said, God called the dry land earth, and the gathering together of the waters he called seas, and God saw that it was good. God said, let the earth bring forth, bring forth grass, the herb yielding seed, and the fruit tree yielding fruit after his kind, whose seed is in itself upon the earth. And it was so. The earth brought forth grass and the herb yielding seed after his kind and the tree yielding fruit whose seed was in itself after his kind. And God saw that it was good. Verse 29. Um, then he makes man on the sixth day of creation. said, so let's make man in our image. Let them have dominion. 29. God said, Behold, I have given you every herb-bearing seed, which is upon the face of all the earth, and every tree in the which is the fruit of a tree, yielding seed, to you it shall be for, for meat or food. So I've been thinking about, about seed. Here we have natural seed. We also talk about the seed of God's word. Okay? And then in chapter 3, We talk about it's, um, it mentions human seed or descendants or offspring, but King James says seed. Adam and Eve fell into temptation. God was confronting them. He, he um, delivers a curse to the serpent in verse 14. And then in verse 15, he says to the, to the serpent, I will put enmity between you and the woman, between thy seed and her seed. It, the seed of the woman, it shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. Okay, that's a prophecy of Jesus providing redemption for us on the cross. Um, that there would be a a showdown between the seed of the woman, 
between the serpent himself and, or, you know, Satan himself and the seed of, of the woman, which would be Jesus, the, the Messiah. And God tells the devil right here, you'll bruise his heel, but he's going to crush your head. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And actually on the way crucifixion was done, when they, to fasten the feet to the cross, they, they drove a nail right through the heel bone. Um, I've even seen pictures of a, of, a, of a heel bone that was dug up archaeologically and the nail was still embedded in it. Mm. Yeah, it was from, from way back. Everything God does, he, he, he does with, with seed. And Jesus told us over in Mark 4, that this is how the whole the whole kingdom of God works. In Mark 4, um, verse 26, he said, So is the kingdom of God, as if a man should cast seed into the ground. And that's how he that, that, that's how he made the natural world. That's how he brought the Messiah to earth to redeem us. That's how everything uh, works. God speaks his word. And, and uh, that was, you know, his, his word going forth was spiritual seed over centuries and centuries, um, putting, his seed, his, his, putting his word out into the earth, into the earth, that the Messiah is coming, the Messiah is coming, the Messiah is coming, and it, it's really, really cool. Um, before, but in order to get it really, in order to get the process really underway, he had to. He had to have a covenant partner on the earth, and that became Abraham. And so, in Genesis seventeen, and God worked with Abraham a long time. Um, and, um, and even, even cut a blood covenant with him in chapter 15. And so there's, there's a lot to talk about there, but in chapter 17, verse seven, God says to him, um, well, verse five, neither shall your name any more be called Abram, but thy name shall be Abraham for a father of many nations. Have I made thee? I'll make thee exceedingly fruitful make nations of thee, kings shall come out of thee. I will establish my covenant between me and thee and thy seed after thee in their generations for an everlasting covenant to be a God unto thee and to thy seed after thee. Um, and it's interesting also looking at the, the passage in Genesis 1, he, God tells... Um, right after... He's introducing himself to Adam and Eve. God tells them about seed, and he tells them where it is. Okay? In other words, here's, here's, here's how this works. This is seed. Everything green out here is, is uh, reproduced by, by seed. 
and this and the seed is in the plant that's that's growing it can be planted again reproduced every tree you find the fruit the seed is inside the fruit okay and every and everyone reproduces after its own kind so an avocado tree is going to make more avocado trees or the seed of a peach tree is going to grow peach trees it you know and that's and that's how that's how it is so we 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 have the seed of the word of god it always produces what it was intended to to produce um but anyway genesis uh, back to 17 so he says, I'm going to establish my covenant between me and you and your seed after you in their generations for an everlasting covenant to be a God unto thee and to thy seed after thee. Now, in chapter 18, God tells Abraham, or God um, says why he chose Abraham. This is really, really cool. Um, okay, it was when it was when the Lord showed up with a couple angels, and Abraham showed them Middle Eastern hospitality, and then the Lord prophesied that in a year you're going to have a son. This son's going to be born in a year. Okay, um, and the Lord said, "Shall I hide from Abraham that thing which I do, seeing that Abraham shall surely become a great and mighty nation?" And all the nations of the earth shall be blessed in him. Okay, this is why God chose him. For I know him, that he will command his children and his household after him. And they shall keep the way of the Lord to do justice and judgment, that the Lord may bring upon Abraham that which he has spoken of him. So here's Abraham. God, one, one thing God knows about him is that he, he's going to be faithful to teach his children the word of God to pass on spiritual seed to the next generation, next generation. That's how important that is, even for us, okay? Um, now, um, some more uh, prophecies of, of Jesus coming into the earth. We have one exciting one in the book of Numbers. So we go Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers chapter 24. Uh oh Numbers 24, verse 17. Um, this, this was spoken um, through this guy named Balaam, mm -hmm. in this chapter. He was called upon to curse the children of Israel, and any, anything he said turned into a blessing. But he said, I shall see him, but not now. I shall behold him, but not nigh, or not near. There shall come a star out of Jacob, and a scepter shall rise out of Israel and shall smite the corners of Moab and destroy the children of, of Sheth. A star rising out of Jacob. Okay. And I believe that was connected 
was probably picked up by Daniel and taught to the wise men in Babylon and uh, where they came to begin to expect the Bethlehem star. Uh, Deuteronomy chapter 18 and verse 15. God is speaking to Moses and he says, The Lord thy God will raise up unto thee a prophet from the midst of thee, of thy brethren, like unto me. Okay, I guess this is Moses speaking. The Lord God will raise up a prophet unto thee, a prophet uh, from the midst of thee, of thy brethren, like unto me. Unto him you shall hearken. There's many similarities between Moses and Jesus. Verse 18, I will raise them up a prophet from among their brothers, like unto thee, and I will put my words in his mouth, and he shall speak unto them all that I shall command him. Another prophecy of Jesus. Second Samuel, verse uh, 7. This is just a surface sampling of prophecies of, of Jesus and how God was sowing his seed into the earth over the centuries to bring the Messiah, okay? Second Samuel chapter 7, verse 16. Speaking to David, And thine house and thy kingdom shall be established forever before thee, Thy throne shall be established forever. God was promising him that there would always be a descendant of his sitting on his throne. And Jesus is a descendant of David. And so the eternal kingdom has a son of David on, on the throne. Over in the Psalms, we have Psalm uh, 22, which has uh, many verses about that, that are prophetic of Jesus on the cross, uh, suffering on our behalf. Psalm 22. It's, uh, it's very, very descriptive, even more than the New Testament is. Um, I'll just, anyway, it's a good, it's a good thing to read. Um, Verse 6, I am a worm and no man, a reproach to men, despised of the people. All they that see me laugh me to scorn. They shoot out their lips, shake their head. They say, he trusted in the, in the Lord that he would deliver him. Let him deliver him. Come on down from the cross if, you, if you're the son of God, right? Mm -hmm. um, verse 12, many bulls have compassed me. Strong bulls of Bashan beset me round about. There's a, demons all around there too gaped upon me with their mouth and poured out like water. My bones are all out of joint. None of his bones were ever broken. That's another prophecy. Mm -hmm. But they were all out of joint. Mm -hmm. My heart is like wax melted in the midst of my bowels. My strength is dried up like a pot shirt. My tongue cleaves to my jaw. You've brought me down to the dust of death. Um, dogs have compassed me. They pierced my hands and my feet. Verse 16. I may tell all my bones, they look and stare upon me. The effects of that scourging would rip all the flesh off, off a body and, and expose bone. And that was common. 
They part my garments among them and cast lots upon my vesture. The soldiers didn't want to um, split up the, Jesus' robe because it was such fine material. So they, they're like, we don't want to ruin this, and they and they they rolled dice for it. Um, save me, God. I mean, it, it's um, finally verse twenty-two. I will declare my name on. I will declare your name to my brothers in the midst of the congregation. I will praise you. That's, I believe, when he was um, um, coming, you know, coming out of the earth. Um, Abraham and all the Old Testament saints were were in this um, safe, good place called Abraham's bosom, and he had to preach to them and and bring them to heaven after he died. But Psalm 23, I believe, is the church age. The Lord restores my soul. He leads me to green pastures. He prepares his table before me in the presence of my enemies. I dwell in the house all the days of my life. I think that's where we are now. And Psalm 24 is the millennium. The earth is full of the fullness of the Lord. Um Lift up your heads, O you gates. Lift them up, you everlasting doors. The King of glory shall come in. Verses 9 and 10. Let's go to Isaiah. I've got just a few more here. Isaiah chapter 7. And verse 14. Therefore the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. Isaiah 52. Oh yeah, it's prophecies about the Lord bringing salvation and um, and leading up to his his death on the cross. You know, the Lord, uh, fifty two verse ten, the Lord has made bare his holy arm, the eyes of all nations and all the ends of the earth shall see the salvation of our God. Um, verse 13, Behold, my servant shall deal prudently. He shall be exalted and extolled and be very high. As many were astonished at thee, his visage was so marred more than any man and his form more than the sons of men. So shall he sprinkle many nations and kings shall shut their mouths at him. For that which had not been told them they shall see, and that which they had not heard they shall consider. Then we go into first in chapter 53. Who has believed our report? Uh, verse 4, surely he's borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. That means uh, pains and diseases. And he was wounded for our transgressions, was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are 
healed. Um, all prophecies. Isaiah 40. I guess I'm backing up. We doing okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I know it's it's heavy. It's nope. like. No. Isaiah 40 verse 3. Prophecy of John the Baptist. The voice of him that cries in the wilderness. Prepare ye the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. And I. And then over to Isaiah 55. Back to the concept of seed again. Um, I didn't write down a verse number. But it's um, verse... Yeah, verse... um, I'll I'll start in... No, this is so good. Verse 6. Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Call ye upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts and let him return unto the Lord and he will have mercy upon him and to our God for he will abundantly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts. That'd be spiritual seed. Neither are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain comes down from heaven and the snow Rain comes down and the snow from heaven returns not thither, but waters the earth and makes it bring forth and bud that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater, natural seed. So shall my word be that goes forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. So that's how, that's how he works. Micah, one of the minor prophets. So you're going to bypass uh, Jeremiah and Ezekiel and Daniel. And Hosea, Joel, Amos, Obadiah, Jonah, Micah is uh, where it's at. Hosea, Joel, yeah. Right after Jonah is Micah. Chapter 5, verse 2. Good job. But you, Bethlehem, Ephratah, though thou be little among the thousands of of Judah, yet out of thee shall come forth unto me that is to be ruler in Israel, whose going forth have been from old, from everlasting. And my cross-reference says, from days of eternity. So it was prophesied here that Bethlehem is where the Messiah would come from or, or come out of. Matthew 3, we have John the Baptist fulfilling that prophecy that we just read. Um, let's skip over that one and go to John chapter 1. So after all this time and all these centuries of God putting his word out, putting his word out, you know, he had given his word to the devil from from day number one, saying the seed of this woman is going to crush your head. You're going to bruise his heel, but he's going to crush your head. Okay? 
And so uh, when, as, as time passed through, you know, whenever there was a special baby born, uh, especially a, a baby that was born in supernatural circumstances, for instance, um, Abraham's wife had difficulty conceiving a baby. Isaac's wife was barren. Jacob's, Jacob had two wives. One of them had a very hard time um, becoming pregnant. Um, there was um, Hannah, the mother of, of Samuel, who became a judge and a prophet. Um, you know, people that were just vital to God's plan that that God had to do something, you know, give them a miracle in order, in order to have a child. Or there was even an angel that appeared to the parents of, Sam, of, of Samson and said, your baby is going to be very, very special. And so the devil's looking, you know, oh, something's going on over here. You know, it's probably why Samson was so attacked with... Uh, temptations his whole life um you know because if if the if the devil could could stop the seed or stop the right person from showing up then he, he's got this prophecy hanging over his head god said one of these is going to come and crush your head okay mm -hmm. and and then and and so he's he's like on the lookout across all the centuries could it be this one could it be this one could it be this one time time rolls on now god god has a people in the earth through abraham and they keep growing and multiplying and multiplying um but before they even got out of egypt pharaoh was telling saying if it's a baby boy kill it you know telling all the midwives that or pitch it in the river um, and Moses was born and then they had to hide his birth and then when he was too big to hide they had to build a little waterproof boat or, or baby bassinet or something and, go, and float him down the river just to try to, to, to you know, to, to save him. Okay? When Jesus is finally born after God's, you know, he's, he's got a chosen people and he works with them through all their errors and all their mistakes and their captivity. And they come back and they build the temple a second time. And, and all of these things down through the centuries. Finally, um, you know, we have a star. We have wise men from the east. There's something going on here. What happens next? He inspires King Herod to go and kill all the, baby, all the babies two years old and un under in Bethlehem. Because that could be the one. Um, Jesus wasn't even in town. But God arranged those things. Uh, then, when Jesus is baptized, then we have God manifesting himself from heaven. People thought it was thunder. But it was, it was, it was God audibly speaking from heaven, saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I'm well pleased, and the devil's like, that's him, that's him, that's the one, that's the one. And immediately the Spirit sent Jesus into the wilderness where he fasted for 40 days and nights. And, and right then the devil came in to attack him. But he had to, Jesus had to resist those temptations with the word of God. 
and he did. And, and then he returns and the power of the spirit starts his ministry. Um, but so that process was all a seed, you know, um, God putting his, his word into the earth. John chapter one and verse 14. And after all that time of putting his word out into the earth through his chosen people, Psalm says that he sent his word and healed them. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. Verse 14, and the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. So, then we'll finish in Galatians chapter 3. And uh, here Paul's talking about Father Abraham and Abraham believed God and it was accounted to him for, for righteousness. And verse 13, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. We're going to talk more about that later. That the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles, that's non-Jewish people, through Jesus Christ. Verse 16 now to Abraham and his seed were the promises made. But hold on, Jesus was a descendant of Abraham. And so those promises that God made to Abraham, he said it was to Abraham and his seed. He says not, and to seeds as of many, but as of one and to thy seed, which is Christ. So these promises of, of God to, to Abraham in his covenant with Abraham, they're made to Abraham. It included his descendants, but they were specifically aimed at, at Jesus himself, at Christ. And verse 29, and if you be Christ's, no, verse 26, for ye are all the children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. Verse 29, and if ye be Christ's, if we belong to Christ, then are ye Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. So that's where we get grafted in. So we're, we're part, of the, part of the spiritual line there by, by faith. And I'm done. Yeah. So, you want to close us? Okay. God, thank you for your word. I got a lot of things out of this, and I really appreciate that you love us so much and that you gave us your word, and then you remind us that we're made in your image and that you know, we say your word and we speak out your word so that your work continues to get done and expand on the earth and that we get to be your voice and we get to speak your word. And thank you for the privilege 
to be able to do that. And thank you for equipping us to do that. So God, so we speak your word for protection and yes. on all the campers. And yes, Lord. Especially Jason, because um, we just stand in agreement with Dan for praying for them. And uh, we just thank you, God, that your word says that you gird us with yes, strength and you make a word perfect. And that's what will happen this week. And that your word is thank sharper you, than any two-edged sword, Lord. discerning between our spirit and soul. That thank as the you, kids God. hear your word and you, have quiet and time this week and that they just you, have Jesus, a deeper Jesus, fellowship with you and that you just reveal yourself to them in a greater way, in a greater measure. Um, that your presence has a greater um, presence in their lives and, and the things around them. And we just thank you for um, all of the kids. that They are like iron sharpening iron, that they sharpen each other and that you are so present in them. They're so aware of your presence that your presence is more real to them and the things around them and that they get to experience that father and we just praise you thank you for bringing us here and especially Kristen she's got to drive some extra miles we just thank you God that you give her the strength to do that and that her time in that will seem so short because your presence just surrounds her your peace and your presence, just her fellowship with you in that time just makes the trip so short and just meaningful. And so God, and for her trip as well, we just ask you to just give them wisdom and thank you that you order the steps of a righteous man. And so wherever they travel this weekend in their trip, that, that you order their steps and they're in the right place at the right time and that you bless the righteous and you surround them with favor like a shield. So we just thank you that that happens to them this week, that they're just blessed everywhere they go and they just have favor with hotels, with all the sites, all the places they go. And we just thank you, God, that you are so good to us. And we give you all the praise and all the glory for the all the things that we get to enjoy and partake because we are children of God. So thank you, God, for making us children of God. Thank you for making us to be the seed of Abraham and we get to partake in that promise. And yes. so we just praise you for it and just give you all the praise and honor and glory. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you. Hallelujah. Awesome. You guys good. feel that? Mm -hmm. This room is filled. It's filled. Yes. With the spirit. Yes. Hallelujah. You're praying. I'm getting goosebumps. <laughs> Hallelujah. So good. Yeah. God is good. I like the Hallelujah. the ESV version of that last uh, verse that mm -hmm. you said. Now that the promises were made to Abraham and to his offspring, it does not say and to offsprings, referring to many, but referring to one and to your offspring, who is Christ. Yes. It seemed like it was, it was a little clearer for me to like see it written that way. I was like, oh, yeah, it's mm -hmm. Abraham, but because of Christ, it's not offsprings, it's mm -hmm. of Christ. 
good. Yes. Is yes. Good. And if you go to the beginning of Matthew and the beginning of Luke, you can see two genealogies that go from Abraham or, or Adam mm -hmm. all the way down to Jesus. Mm -hmm. One of them runs through Joseph's line. The other one runs through Mary's line. Oh, okay. So they're a little bit different, yeah. but there's a lot of the same people are there as well. Thank you. Nice. You're welcome. Oh, you need to go. Good to see you. I like how uh, fuel-packed that was tonight. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I had the day off today. I didn't have to. I'm. I have some paid time off through through Monday. It makes a difference. You should take I, that day. No. Sorry. Uh, you were saying maybe you should take a day. Mm -hmm. Maybe you should take them some of those days off before all that rigmarole. We can talk about it later. <laughs> well, that's kind of hard to do. Um, but God's helping us. I've been, I just thought it was interesting that the whole week I was talking to people, they said, you know, we're, we're, yeah. we, we talk about things like, I'm just, I'm just sowing seeds, sowing seeds. That's what I've been saying all week. Like, oh, really? Yeah. And, so I, cool. and it's not a phrase I use. Really? Yeah. Wow. And then, and then for you to come in and, and have that whole that whole story arc, right? Mm -hmm. Based off of yeah. the see the see the spirit and just mm -hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. Okay, cool. Cool. Yeah, that that came to me. I was first I was gonna go in the direction of of God's will. God Yeah, thank you. Have a good dinner. Bye bye. Absolutely. Glad you could join us. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Have a great trip, Kristen. Thank you.